Hello and welcome to Footy Fill Up. This is your ultimate punting guide because we look at round 17 of the AFL with the two experts and we give you just five of their best of the weekend to hopefully kickstart you on a Friday night all the way through to the last game on Sunday. Starting with our resident geek. And I'm going to say geek because you've elevated yourself. I went to the top 10 geeks in the world. <laughs> oh, no. Sheldon Cooper is number one from the Big Bang Theory. Urkel is number four. He's number four. Fez, the 70s show. You know Fez? Yeah, I know Fez. Okay, yeah. he's number eight. Milhouse from The Simpsons is yeah. nine. And because of our ratings on KO, yeah. Jacob Wilson from Tammy and Dana is 10. Yeah. <laughs> you well done, are yeah. in the top 10 geeks, yeah. nerds of the world. Congratulations, Thank Jacob. Thank you. I'm Wilson. glad I've snuck into the top 10 there. I'll slowly try and climb that list. I can cl yeah. clear Millhouse off, I think. He's, he's easy fodder. <laughs> no. uh, Fez. Fez isn't that much of a nerd. He's easy. Uh, Sheldon Cooper. I don't think I'm ever getting that level, though. Well, there was a, uh, a man in there called Spencer Reed, who you know from Criminal Minds. He was 11. Oh. He's the mastermind geek. Well, you're <laughs> not far off it with your week last week, which we'll touch on shortly. Jay Clark. One of, one of the great things about uh, this uh, betting group that we have is the WhatsApp uh, group that comes <laughs> yeah. along with it and the sledging that occurs from time to time. But when you just see the little boonana <laughs> on a Saturday night, it just gets me up. And I think of this man, and you know, you've seen The Hangover, Dicko, haven't you? You know, yep. you know uh, Alan. Alan. You know the scene where all the, like, the algebra sort of comes down <laughs> in front of his face? So I went over to his house and he's just sitting there sort of in a dark room with all this algebra, and he delivers the good bit. Yeah, got another so, bulldana well last done, week. Well, while you're hot to trot, four out of five last week, and the only one that rolled him in the masterclass you put on yep. was Port Adelaide 1-39, yeah. that one by 52. Yeah, I'm off 1-39, oh. there's nothing worse than being on a 1-39. You go, come on, Port, come on, Port, slow down, Port, slow down, Port. And then they blow it out by 50. They get the last 10 goals on oh. one by 57. What yeah. a stitch up that was. And you just threaded Richmond through everything and then yeah. you went, Boonana 70 plus. Yeah, yeah, they were up by that about, what, five minutes into the second quarter. Oh, that yeah. made me feel pretty good. I yeah. looked at the score I thought, yeah. that's done. That, that, <laughs> is, that is good when you got a bet to come and it's genuinely home 10 minutes into the game. Well, it doesn't help oh, on that know. WhatsApp group when you said, here they come, the Gold Coast Suns, here they come. <laughs> Um, Jay, you were pretty solid too last week. Yes, I uh, did my best. I was disappointed in the GWS. Now, uh, we've all um, had a bit of a crack at Brennan Goddard. That time he threw the pretzel, pretzels mm. at halftime of that Essendon game. Fair to say I was throwing the pretzels and the chips and anything else I could get my hands on <laughs> the TV. As GWS blew it against uh, Brisbane. That's why they haven't climbed the AFL mountain mm. yet, Dicko. They've got all this talent up there at Parramatta or wherever they are, and they haven't <laughs> been able to produce on a consistent basis. So, uh, Big question mark on GWS uh, for me. All right. Now, how this works, footy fill-up multi will be at the end of the show, so make sure you stay for that one. It is in the hand dog section, but we'll touch on that later. That's where we all have a bet. The five best bets of the weekend. Fill-up number five is Jacob Wilson. Friday night, West Coast Collingwood. Massive game. Collingwood, are they going to do anything different? Or is West Coast, is this... Just a lay down. And for Collingwood, it's just been such an extended period now of mediocrity for them. You look at their last six weeks, they have a negative 15 inside 50 differential per match over that stretch. They're scoring just 33 points per game off intercepts. That's incredibly low. That's uh, I think that's second or third lowest in the league. That's up there with Gold Coast and St Kilda on those sort of levels. Um, and then you, get, you flip it on the other side to West Coast, and mm. their game with Nick Nat Neely is just on fire. They mm. have won the clearances by 42 in the last two weeks. That's 42, plus 42 clearances, which is the fifth best we've ever recorded in a two-week period. So Nick Nat Newey has got the Eagles flying. 
everything wrong with Collingwood. That line is at 18 and a half. I don't know how you can possibly back Collingwood unless you think something drastic is going to change this week. Yeah, and I mean, that's Nick Nat being so effective, Dicko. Oh, he's huge. Two games after his huge. second knee. So he's still, Juddy says that David Teague's still got his training wheels on. Nick Nat's still got his training wheels mm-hmm. on in terms of his uh, uh, comeback. So they are extraordinary numbers. The, the question mark for me around Collingwood is just <clears throat> moving the ball quickly off half back. Yeah. So I think sort of since Scharenberg's been in the team, um, they sort of they got that mark off half back and they've been really slow and that is going to play into West Coast hands, because, yeah. isn't it? Because we know how well Great they set up yeah. a, across half back. So if this is a slow game, this is really going to put um, this is going to put it in West Coast hands. I think Collingwood to have any chance are going to have to put some speed in the game. I don't think I see that happening. I'm West Coast one to thirty nine. So I don't think this will be a blowout. I think that that Collingwood's midfield, which is probably underperformed a bit over the past sort of six, eight weeks, uh, really need to dig in. But I think they can hang on so it's not a blowout. But still, West Coast, 1-39, double your money. That's great value. Like it. Let's turn our attention to the fourth fill-up of the weekend from the boys. Jacob, no surprise. Richmond again, they were good for you last week. Very good for me last against week. Against the Giants this week. It would have been really bad, <laughs> very bad for me last week. It would have ruined all my bets. So on them again. I think at the moment they just feel like they're just sort of hiding in the grass. They're like a tiger, just ready to go. Funny, that. Ready to pounce <laughs> on this season because they've got everyone back. If uh, uh, Caddy and Rewalt do return, they're sort of 50-50 at this stage. If they do return this week, they're only Rance and Nankervis away from full strength. And Nankervis is only one or two weeks away. And even Rancy could be back this season. So they are, if you can get them for the premiership, I like their odds at the moment um, just as a real outsider. They're doing everything right. Um, you look at their form over the last six weeks, it's been great as well. The other one I want to throw up there, I've got a little bit of money on Sam Walsh. I don't know who else has got some money on Sam Walsh for the Rising Star. Cover it off on Sydney Stack. I think Sydney Stack's actually played a better season than Sam Walsh so far. Whoa. He's impacted in the defence, he's impacting now up forward. Um, everything we do, he's actually in our team of the year. That's how good Sydney Stack's going at the moment. He's even on, our, on the back flank in our team of the year at the moment. Just cover yourself off. He's paying $4.25. If you've got you know, $100... Or $200 sitting on Sam Walsh. Just maybe put you know 20 or 30 just on Sydney Stack to make sure you uh, you win either. That's line. a good little tip. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because they're sort of on a par in one sense, just in really different ways. Sam Walsh has been so consistent, effort really high, really covering massive uh, kilometres and, and accumulating possessions. Stack is about impact. Oh, it's, it's you know, high impact. He's isn't changing it? games. He's kicking yeah. goals. He's taking out opposition players. So they're just so different, and it's going to come down to the judges and what they value yeah. more—a metro- metronome or something that has more impact. And so, a dollar twenty-five, four dollars twenty-five. I think really it should be, you know, a dollar sixty, dollar seventy to two dollars fifty, three dollars. So I think at the moment, Sydney Stack, just for those people who need to cover it off, mm. I'd be covering off. Yeah, well, I'm with I'm you. Like re- you got him. I got, got him. I got him at nine, so yeah. I'm pretty happy to cover yeah. someone else off at fours. And I like Richmond too because uh, Jack's back. Yep. He yep. Uh, said last night, I am back and yep. I'm ready to roll. Do you think that there'll be teething issues with the forward combination? No, Lynch, though? absolutely not. I hate the fact people bring up, the fa- oh, they haven't played together. Well, they spend so much time together, so much theory gone through with that stuff. And, yeah. you know, it wouldn't be that Jack has not been out there and trained and watched yeah. and... Just catch the onion, boys. Yeah. Well, catch the onion, but awareness. He's a very smart player, so is yep. Lynch as well. So yep. it's... As I said, it's forward and fill, so uh, yep. that's how it'll work. All right. Now, your fourth. Yep. 
You're going a five-leg multi. Yeah, this is early in the piece. Um, I like a few things this round, and I'm just going to lay it out in a multi. So I like Port Adelaide at home, Sydney against Carlton, Hawthorne down there in Tassie against Freo, who was stinky last weekend. West Coast, we've already discussed, and the Western Bulldogs boys are uh, coming. I'm not sure. Oh, you, you, that is such oh, a danger game, that. <laughs> Melbourne! Steer clear! Mel- Melbourne. Well... With it, to- Melbourne's missing Tom McDonald. They've got the worst midfield forward connection we've ever seen. They conceded 100 points to Carlton uh, at the weekend. So well, Anytime the Bulldogs are favourites, they let you down. Yes. And anytime they're underdogs, yeah. they surprise. That's they're true. Nervy on that. However, let's, maybe next week we'll have a look at the midfield numbers for yeah. the Western Bulldogs. Because when you look at McRae, Bontempelli, Hunter, Ed Richards, Bailey Smith on the wing and Josh Dunkley... Like, that is back to looking like one of the top four midfields in the competition. Yep. And Aaron Norton, your man, Dicko, mm. uh, he is looking like uh, a sensational Super young star. forward. So I think the Bulldogs have turned the corner. To finish out that multi, $6.20. That'll cover my whole weekend. Third best fill-up of the weekend, Jacob Wilson, Port Adelaide, Brisbane. We know Brisbane last week was super. I was there live against the Giants. Can they do it again? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Brisbane um, and what they're putting together this year. Just because of the brand they're playing. It's a very... Based around that forward half game, fantastic midfield. They've scored the second most points this year from their forward half, only behind Geelong. So that sort of gives you an indication of how they're playing. A lot of um, forward half intercepts, a lot of forward half stoppages, um, which is really sustainable uh, brand of football. The other one is, if Harris Andrews is in an All-Australian team this year, mm. they're not watching Brisbane games because he is the second best key defender in the league there. Uh, Harris Andrews and Jeremy McGovern are streets ahead of everyone else um, yeah. in the league. If he's not in the All-Australian team, something's wrong. Mm. Um, <clears throat> Port Adelaide did hit form though last weekend. Uh, they do that every hang, second hang week. On. Yeah, he's going to say <laughs> win loss, win loss, win loss, yeah, win loss. Yeah. So they were form last week. Well, if Brisbane wins this, then they're. Genuine top four, yeah. aren't they? It would be an absolutely uh, huge scalp uh, for the Lions. I'm interested in the one down at the Cattery, and in particular the news value of St Kilda, <laughs> your mob, Dicko, uh, of making a genuine fist of this clash against Geelong. Now, we know how hard it is down the highway against Geelong, especially on the bounce down there. But genuinely, if the Saints get beaten by a significant margin, then it could be all over Red Rover for Alan Richardson this week. So we know their past eight weeks, Saints has been pretty poor. Their first quarter last week was putrid. And then from quarter time on, they were even fisted with North Melbourne. So look, there's a huge magnifying glass uh, on this game. Hanbury, we know, is, is still in doubt. But they really need to dig in to save their coach's skin. And I think a 43-point line uh, is probably a bit big. I sort of would have it maybe, I don't know, 25, 30 points. But, but they really need to turn you're it around. Also, you're, you're covered off each way because if the Saints blow out, you've just got seven articles ready for, for Monday morning. She's going to be a busy Monday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. But 43 is a big line. It is a bit big. Yeah, I thought... I, I, I mean, I think Geelong could still win this game, but uh, you know, an eight-goal head start is, is pretty significant. For a Geelong team, you know, I don't think they really... No, they lost their last game, didn't they? Yeah, yeah they, they've been a bit patchy, and I don't think over the journey this season that game style has been around putting teams away either. Yep. They had a really good one against Richmond. So, mm. look, St Kilda, St Kilda, your mob really need to roll the sleeves up to go. Yeah, and I really like your bet, the Brisbane Lions. Get on the line. Hey, who was, on, who was on them for the finals? <laughs> I, I just got to keep getting this out there. <laughs> oh, Anyone? Was it you or was it Dicker? You, you, no, oh, no, you said, you said at the start of the year you liked them top eight. Absolutely. Yeah, top eight. Did you bucks? like them top four? I loved them top four. Because <laughs> I'm going to go with it. Okay, All right, now, but can they win the flag? Absolutely. I said yeah. on air last week, they are the best team right now 
to win the flag because they are dangerous. Yeah. They take away the opposition. They're, they're healthy. They're healthy. They've beaten West Coast yeah. this year. Yeah. They've beaten some big teams. Guess what? I used the analogy uh, on Monday. NRL, Cooper Cronk with the Roosters. Yeah. Had a broken wing but still was there to direct. If Hodges there down there in a, in a grand final, that would be something special. Yeah. Just dare to dream. Michael Voss always says, dare to dream, boys. Dare to dream. And a chance to do Norm Smith. Mm, there you go. Yeah, mention that one with a different club. All right, now, Frio and Hawthorne. This is... this. I, I was trying to look through our uh, fill-up bet later on in the show, which I, I was struggling to find a bet. But this game here is almost toss of the coin. Well, let's talk about Fremantle last week. Mm-hmm. Lost by 91. Kicked two goals from 25 shots a goal. <laughs> the worst shot of goal accuracy we've ever recorded. Yeah. They should, if you look at just expected scoring, so the shots that they generate compared to the shots West Coast generate, they should have lost by 18 points and mm-hmm. lost by 91. Mm-hmm. So just let's say they lost by 18 points last week. Do you think they'd be sitting at $2.80? They wouldn't be sitting at $2.80. Mm-hmm. They'd be sitting somewhere around the $2.30, $2.40 mark. I think $2.80 is great value because everyone's looking at that performance last week and saying they would destroy it. They had 10 more entries than... Um, West Coast had almost exact amount, same amount of shots. West Coast did have slightly easier shots, but still, two goals from 25 shots a goal, yeah. never going to happen again. You like the Hawks? I like the Hawks. So I think the Hawks, uh, their past two or three weeks has been uh, really solid. And I think James Sicily, he's been a guy I've been banging on about um, for a couple of months now, but he, to me, genuinely looks like Hawthorne's most important player mm. and a million-dollar player in the making. I mean, he controlled that game from half-back against Collingwood last week, and I think down in, in Tassie, Hawthorne, uh, a better side there. Um, Luke Bruce kicked goals last week in his, in his 200th game, and I just think they'll have, the if not for Nat Fife doing something really special, um, and we know Luke Ryan's really good, I think Hawthorne in their own patch, 1-39, to double your money, uh, is good value on their, on their home deck. Yep. I like it as well. Like All right, the fill-up of the weekend. The number one bet from uh, our man who just elevated himself into the top ten geeks of all time, Jacob Wilson. Mm-hmm. This game here with Essendon, who came off a terrific win last week. Yeah. Sound the alarm. North Melbourne. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. What are they done? North Melbourne underdogs? Are you kidding? <laughs> what do you mean North Melbourne are underdogs in this game? Yeah. Have you seen their form over the last six weeks? The only team with a better record than them over the last seven rounds or six games of footy is West Coast. And that's by 1%. They are just about the most informed team in the AFL. Dominating teams off turnover. Smacked the Saints by about seven goals in the first quarter. Even Cam Zerha and Nick Larky kicking five goals a game for Mm. them. Michael Hurley is in doubt for this for for Essendon as well. With a hip. Jai Simpson (laughs) into the midfield for them has been a masterstroke. He's had averaging 33 disposals in the last two games. I have no idea how they're sitting it outside. They've already come in. I think they started the week at $2.20. They came into about $2.10 yesterday. They're into $2.05 already. Get on board before they get into $1.80 or $1.70 by the end of this because that's where they should be. Well, this, once again, every week we just flag what we do with the traders. I headed down and uh, said, who's the best back to the weekend? North Melbourne yeah, at the yeah, line. Yeah. And it's only three and a half now. So head head. traders anticipate this is going to be a dollar ninety. take your pick. Yeah, I like North Melbourne, one to 39. Um, so I don't think they're going to be, they'll blow Essendon away. But I still think they can win. And some doubt over some Essendon players. So Kyle Hooker played last week with a really sore back and, and was stiff. Zach Merritt has a, a migraine issue. And you mentioned Michael Hurley as well. Mm. And the fact that they don't have a Ruckman. So 
I suspect Todd Goldstein is going <laughs> to figure in your fantasy bet. I, I'm not sure. It wasn't available yet. Right? <laughs> I think they realise when Alir Alir carves up Zach Clark, they're not going to give you a goldie because he's going to score 160. <laughs> well, he, he could genuinely have 70 hitouts yeah. against Zach Clark this weekend. So they should be able to correct, um, control the stoppage. Cunnington and Zeeble, Simpkin, you mentioned before. Look, it, I don't have. I still don't trust North Melbourne implicitly, but you're right. Um, it does feel like that is. Um, that's that. That should be much tighter in the yeah, betting. I yeah. thought about going something like North Melbourne seventy plus here for you know yeah. some sort of fifteen or sixteen. I've only gone to head to head, but I think you could go as heavy on North Melbourne as you feel. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is Boonana to come. There is Boonana yeah. to come. I'm not Good. doing it, but geez, <laughs> should be a few punters doing it. Yep. No, I'm excited, but I really am because if North <laughs> keep winning, guess what? Surely, baby, you're the coach, son. I love it. All right, now it's time for Fantasy Fill-Up. Now, we turn to our resident champion data man for this because Rowan Marshall, you said last week he was the number one ranked player. Yep. And you've got him in. He was still pretty good last week. It was a very good battle between Mm. him and Todd uh, Goldstein. What he did last week, he nearly broke a record for the most amount of times just pulling the ball out of the ruck. Don't bother with it. He did it eight times. David, uh, no, sorry, um... Luke Darcy has a record of 10. He plucked it out eight times on the weekend, Ryan Marshall. And you get one point for a hit out, you get three for a kick. So he just <laughs> triples his points when he does that for you. He's a good tackler. His line's still only at 106.5, where he's averaging about 120 over his last six games now. So that line is till, still too short for him. Get on board, Rowan Marshall. Mm. And Tommy Rockcliffe, a couple of weeks ago, and he had a lazy 50-plus. Yeah, in... about 60 in the sample. Uh, but... His line is blown out now. So it's actually a ridiculous performance. He's, he's expected to score 118 if you look at his line. He's done that seven times in 29 games with Port Adelaide. He's only done it four times from 11 games um, this year. So yes, he's a super, He's a pig. He loves to go to the trough and uh, eat, a, eat up the fantasy <laughs> points. But 118, come on, guys. Let's, let's just get a bit ridiculous. He's going to get under 118. Does he have I reckon- a little... Does what? he have the little cheap ones, Tom's Rocky? Or? Oh, he has a few cheap ones. He the liked the fact two. that Trav Boak wasn't in the team last week as well. So if Trav Boak's back, that eats into his midfield minutes. The alarm should have sounded with that one. Those stats were pretty sexy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the unders. <laughs> yep. yep. Look at that grin. <laughs> All right. Now, you steered us away from the first goal last week yep. to the last goal scorer. I can't wait for your second one. We're going to hold on that. Jack Darling, though, in Friday night. Now, I threw up four names last week, didn't I? I threw yes, up four you did. names, and I went with two of them. Or with Eddie Betts, and I went with Dane Zorgan. Eddie kicked a goal between them, but Jack Darling was one of the other names I threw up, and he did kick the last goal last week. So I'm going to go with Jack Darling this week. And if you have a look at the people who lead the league for most goals in final quarters this year, it's Jack Darling with 15. He likes to get in late in matches. I think they're gonna, the West Coast can have a healthy win this week against Collingwood. Um, so he's done it five times this year. You can give it seven dollars fifty to be the last goal scorer. All right, now I'm waiting for this one. Yeah, I just know when you're preparing because your nostrils start flaring. <laughs> uh, this is this is probably what the best, is this? This is probably the best stat I found this this week. <laughs> I, I, found, I found some good ones most weeks, but this is this is a cracker. <laughs> so Brandon Matera has had twenty three shots in final quarters this year. Has he? The only player with more shots is Jeremy Cameron. And then the next player yeah, below him, he's had 23. The third place person's on 18. He loves the final. He, just in the last quarter, give me the ball, take a few shots, get a few extra goals. He kicked 10 of his uh, 23, so 26 goals this year in final quarters, 17 in the final half. So he likes to just do everything at the late in matches. Once they're dead, once they're cooked, get Brandon Matera the ball. He'll put the cherry on uh, top. So you can get him at $11 to be the last goal kicker. Always look for Brandon Matera for last goal, not first goal. I tell you, if I was playing poker against him, I'd fleece him every time. If he, get, <laughs> if he gets a good hand, his nostrils start flaring like Ferdinand. Yeah, yeah. That big bull. I've noticed a bit of a shoulder twitch. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his disco move. Don't worry about that one. All right. Quick hands. How this works, the boys will go through every single game and yep. give you the line bet of the weekend. Line Starting bet. with a Friday night, West Coast Collingwood. What do you like, Jacob? West Coast, please. Yeah, West Coast, I think. Okay, 18 plus. Sydney and Carlton. I'm going to stick with Carlton. Hopefully Cripps is back. Um, and I'll go with Carlton. You think with, uh, you think with those ins? Uh, they should be pretty competitive against Sydney. Hawks okay. and Freo at the G. I'm going with Freo. I'm going with Hawthorne. Essendon North Melbourne. North Melbourne North. at the end of the week. Geelong and St Kilda down at the Kettering. I'm with Jay. I think the 43 and a half. It's I think big. the Saints have got a lot to play for. Let's go to the Saints. As a St Kilda fan, Jacob, how are you feeling about your team? Depressed? Sad? I don't know what, <laughs> what other words you're looking for. It's hard to watch at the moment. I've got my young daughter. I'm trying to get her to watch Saints games. And we lost again. We lost again. Uh, but Gresham was good. <laughs> a couple of years ago, there was a lot of optimism about these young players come up. And they've just totally gone, totally plateaued, plateaued if not gone backwards over the past two years. It's hard to watch. You're just building for an article here, aren't you? Oh, she's going to be on that. Next All right. Time. Yeah, the Suns and the Crows. Uh, I'm going to go the Crows. Doing just this game. put them out of the, just smoke them. 31 and a half is enough for you? Yeah. Yep. I'll go the Crows. All right, this one's a ripper. The Tigers and the Giants. You know, with the Tigers, I, I mentioned it in my best bets. I think the Giants, just with Josh Kelly as well, is a massive out for them. Yeah, Richmond, no Kelly, but Rewalt back for the Tigers. And the danger game, but Jay went with it anyway, and he's fill up for Western Bulldogs in Melbourne. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? There's just so many different possibilities that can happen here. I, uh, I refuse. <laughs> I don't know. I'll go the Bulldogs, but on the on the back of their past three weeks, and and Melbourne like without McDonald, I just yeah, hard to tell. They, would you they be surprised could... if Bulldogs lost by sixty points in this game? I wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they won by one hundred and twelve though. <laughs> I've got no idea. I'll take the dogs. All right, to finish uh, out the round, Port Adelaide and Brisbane. I'm going to go with Brisbane to finish it off. I, I like Brisbane. Yeah, I think Port Adelaide will uh, still win. In fact, I'll take Port minus eight and a half. All right, footy fill-up time. This is where we all take a leg and we put it in the enhanced odds section. So footy fill-up, we're going to go all head-to-heads. Jacob, starting with you. North Melbourne. Love what are it. they doing at Outsiders? What are they doing as Outsiders? We'll say it again. I'll have West Coast. And I'll have the Sydney Swans against Carlton. I love that one. All right, now... Boonana time. Boonana. Now we landed the Boonana last week uh, with Gold Coast getting smacked by 94. I think I had them versus 70 plus. So I'm going this week and get Adelaide to beat them by 70 plus again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Again, you can get that at $6. Yep. So for Gold Coast to lose a match by 70 points each week, they're not doing that one in every six times this year. They're yep. going to be doing it quite regularly for the rest of the yep. season. Um, and last time these two teams played early in the season, Adelaide won by 73. Gold Coast reminds me of a cardboard box with a wet bottom. <laughs> <laughs> it just falls out. It just goes up in a hole. It just whatever you put in there comes straight out. So the old wet cardboard box, uh, Gold Coast, sun's in deep trouble. I'm going to have a crack at um, combining a few line bets here. Right. So I like West Coast minus eighteen and a half. North Melbourne we've said three and a half. Richmond minus twelve and a half to beat uh, GWS. Western Bulldogs minus twelve and a half. That's thirteen. 30. And I don't think any of them uh, is a real stretch. So it's a nice hitting zone, I feel like. I just uh, can't wait for the uh, WhatsApp Bulldogs Melbourne. What emoji do we go with? Because we like using the emoji. (laughs) If Melbourne get up, I'm going to go with this one. (laughs) (laughs) 
I think the tear down the, the, yeah, the yeah. poor Melbourne supporters up yeah. in the snow. Maybe the skiing <laughs> for the Melbourne supporters. Oh, what about you singing the boots? And I love that. I love oh, that. Boy. All right, that's all we've got time for. Jacob Wilson, sensational today. Jay Clark, once again, look forward to your article on Monday, how that's going to pan out. Yep. Thanks very much for tuning in to Footy a Fill Up. Hopefully you enjoyed it and the boys are top five bets across the weekend. Friday night, West Coast and Collingwood, $1.36 favourites, $3.15 for Collingwood. They're the outsiders. Enjoy it and we'll see you next week.